Okay, hi, it's Chaf Zayin Adar, um, chapter 37 still, Paragraph Zayin, part 5 of 8. So, today's Tanya is very succinct, I think is the right word. Is succinct the word? Succinct? Yeah, S. It's very pointed, like it's about something very specific. What we're coming from, though, to understand what today's Tanya is about is Paraklam Zion as a whole is about the power of a mitzvah. Why, though? It's almost, the altar basically has been telling us the answer of what the power of a mitzvah is. Like, the power of the mitzvah is the answer to the actual question. It's like we started off as the question on, like, what's the power of the mitzvah? But, like, really the question is, what's the purpose of creation? And the answer is the power of the mitzvah. Do you get it? So what, what are we saying is the purpose of creation? As if we could talk about the purpose of creation. It's funny, but like Dalton was literally allowing us to talk about the purpose of creation. It's crazy. But he also says very clearly, yesterday's Tanya, by the way, I think was my favorite Tanya of the whole year. This, by the way, <laughs> um, thus, thus far. But basically in yesterday's Tanya, he talks about it as a sod. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a mystery. We don't understand it. It's not like we can like, get into the details of like exactly why but at the end of the day when Hashem Hashem created the world because right Hashem desires that in this in the tachtonim of in the tachtonim of reality reality which looks like tachtonim what's tachtonim places that Hashem is not revealed places that do not look like like godliness that we should come in and say Hashem is here too that's, that's why Hashem created the world that's why Hashem sent the Shekhinah that's why Hashem sent the Shekhinah into the world so that we could utilize the Shekhinah and reveal the Shekhinah in all the places of darkness. Why did Hashem send my soul into my body? My soul is totally fine up in heaven. It, the way, and Altima makes it so clear, he's like, the way that my neshama can access a state of unity with Hashem in Shemayim versus here, by definition, my body stands in the way of my soul's complete unity with God. By definition, my body will never stop standing in the way. <laughs> you know what I mean? And what what Alter is what told us just so clearly was it's a Yeridilatsarak Aliyah. What is the Aliyah? What is what is the soul's mission in this world? To come into my physical experience, into my body and into my animal soul, and teach my body and my animal soul that it too is one with Hashem. And I just, it was so powerful, like literally the wording that Alter Bet was giving us, it, he was literally saying like, to take it out of the, of the Ra, like to separate it from the Ra. And if you think about it, we've talked about this a million times, but yesterday's Tanya just kind of wrapped it all together. It kind of like, like we talk about a lot, like how the, the journey of a person through the world, the journey of a Bainani, right? And how we were born with only animal soul, not with godly soul. And that's why throughout our whole childhood, we're learning all these stories about ourselves that are all, I'm broken, I'm broken, I'm broken. I'm separated from Hashem. There is something wrong with this part of me. There is something that I need to fix. Literally what were we all just talking about like 10 minutes ago? Like the, that conversation, if it were to lead to like, I need to fix this right now. This is something bad and broken and bad and ah, anger, whatever, sadness, whatever. It's animal soul, it's animal soul consciousness. It's these things that we learn about ourselves that are foundationed on I am separate from Hashem. Also, what do we learn about? What do we learn about ourselves? What does the animal soul also think? Why do a mitzvah? Why? I'm just a random floating piece of consciousness through creation anyways. 
The world doesn't even matter anyways. I don't even actually matter anyways. I'm not that important. Why should I do a mitzvah? It's, it's all animal soul though. It's all this consciousness of, of ra, of fragmentation, of there may be some unity in the world. There may be some purpose. There may be some truth. There may be some love, but I'm not part of that. Me, the person that I see when I look in the mirror, I'm one with the unity of Hashem. I am the breath of Hashem. What? No. And that's, that's animal soul. That's animal soul. That's body. Body meaning literally the way that I feel when I'm walking through the world. When I'm walking on the sidewalk, do I feel connectivity with the people around me, with the world around me, with the desire to go do a random kindness for somebody else because we are literally all the breath of Hashem? Do I feel that? Or is my body just like, yeah, life is whatever and we live and we die and maybe life will be okay, maybe life won't be okay. But like it's like the, the ra is the randomness. It's the fragmentation. It's the consciousness of like, it, there's so many facets that it leads to. It leads to like, you know, things are broken. Literally, things are broken. I am broken. My life is broken. It leads to, it doesn't even matter. The apathy, you know what I mean? Whatever, it doesn't even matter because the moment that you're in the state of Ra, which is the state of natural animal soul body consciousness, you're not connected to the unity as a whole. And what the altar told us so clearly yesterday is that why did the soul come into this world? Why? What's it doing here? The only thing that our soul is doing here is teaching our body and our animal soul that, ha- that they too are one with Hashem. My soul knows it. <laughs> it's like, and it's so funny that we, I know it's so, I keep repeating myself a thousand times. I feel like the altar keeps repeating himself too. You know what I mean? It's, and it, it's a really big deal to tap into this because all of the work that we do, and when I mean work, I mean the work that we do in, in the realm of loving ourselves and learning that we're good enough and also all the work that we do in coming closer to Hashem through mitzvos, learning that my mitzvah actually matters and that I want to live a life of connectivity through practical mitzvos. like all of that work that is the purpose of creation literally that that relearning again and again re-leaning in to this life that I am living right now like literally like right now is the exact life with this animal soul, with this consciousness, with this body, with this, as the author has been saying for the past two days, with this world around me. How do you know where you're meant to reveal God? The space that you are in. Meaning the exact story that you have in your life right now. In, in your inner story and outer story. What's going on in your life now? The, that's the exact space that Hashem is sending your soul into this body right now so that you could reveal in your animal soul, in your animal soul, in your body, and in the, and in the world around you, God. That this too is God. This too is part of the unity. This, part, this too is part of the breath of Hashem. Literally the love of Hashem. So, that's pretty wild, in my opinion. But, um, that's, what, that's basically the, the gist of chapter 37. And then why does that lead to a practical mitzvah? Because as we've been saying, what, literally what a mitzvah is... I think we even said this last week, Thursday, so you guys were here for this, but what a literally a practical mitzvah is, is you're literally doing something that says Hashem is here. And that's why the more that we can put our, our full body into a mitzvah, the more dear B'tachayinim happens. That's why Judaism is never going to become AI, because the foundation of mitzvahs is using our body for mitzvahs, using our consciousness for mitzvahs. And yeah, mitzvah, shalalash, mabalash, and all that stuff, but at the end of the day, so foundational to Yiddishkeit is kavana. So foundational to Yiddishkeit is actually being immersed 
in the experience fully because that's literally what we're trying to do here. We're trying to get to a, a point where I don't only think that Hashem is one with me when I am having a spiritual experience. And I don't only think that I am good enough when I am achieving the most ideal vision and version of my life. The, the dear B'tachtainim is that no matter what, no matter when, no matter where, no matter how I look, no matter what it looks like, no matter, no matter anything, there is no place that Hashem is not. There is no place that Hashem is not. That's dear B'tachtainim. And literally, if you actually, we, if we learn halacha, you come to a point where like literally Hashem is found in every single moment. The way you get out of bed, the way that, you know what I mean? The way you tie your shoes. It's like really Hashem is everywhere. And, and it's like halacha is the exact almost road to bring us, to, not even to bring us there. It is, the, it is the place. Halacha is living in that state, you know? Um, so today the altar talks about how there's one specific mitzvah that actually <coughs> does this avoda, like that, that encapsulates this whole experience of finding Hashem in every single part of me and every single part of my reality, saying here too is Hashem, here too is love, here too is literally Hashem's breath, more than any other mitzvah. What do you think the mitzvah is? See if you can guess. What is the one mitzvah that reveals this truth, that reveals that Hashem is inside of every single part of me and every single part of the reality that I encounter? That's how, basically, in, in yesterday's time and the day before, the author was talking about, how do you know, because we talk, we're saying two things. We're saying that, number one, the neshama comes into this world to teach my animal soul and my body that Hashem is there. But that doesn't mean that I, have to, I can sit in the corner and just do that there. I have to engage with the world too. How do I know what world I'm meant to engage with? How do I know what part of the world I'm meant to teach that Hashem is also there? That I'm meant to reveal Hashem inside of? How do I know? And Alter said so clearly, he literally told us, he's like, the world that you are inside of right now, the exact experience of your life, that's the world that Hashem is asking you to reveal Hashem inside of. <clears throat> and not only the reality that you end up encountering, it's the reality that you need to encounter. The food that you have to drink. I mean, <laughs> the food that you have to eat and the drinks that you have to drink and the home that you anyways live in. Like your Dalai Lama's that you are inside of already for the sake of your life's functioning, that is the exact space that Hashem is saying, that is the space that I am asking you to reveal me in. So, and it was whatever, just... I said this yesterday in the recording, but just to kind of give clarity, like I had this experience yesterday of like literally, or it was on Shabbos. It was like, literally, I, I noticed this actually to be true. Like, like I was having a, an experience and I was, at first I started to fight the experience. And I'm like, no, 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 go away, go away. And there's a, there a time and place for that of go away, go away. But what I, I literally like processed what Tanya has been saying. And I suddenly was like, if this is true, if this is true that exactly what comes up for me in my life is exactly where Hashem is asking me to reveal Him, then what does that mean about this moment? It means I can actually, I can breathe. <laughs> it's okay. I can literally open my heart towards this moment and use my power of choice <laughs> to actually choose what I want to do with this moment. But starting with saying Hashem is here, not I have to move on from this moment in order to now find Hashem. Hashem is here. So now I want to, what do I want to choose? Do I want to choose to not think this thought? Okay. No problem, I won't think to stop. 
but the fight of like, I need to, I need to change things. I need to move on from this. I need my story to be different. I need, I'm waiting, waiting, waiting for something to be different. I'm waiting, sitting by the window, waiting for somebody to show up. Um, whatever it is that we're in our heads about, you know what I mean? What are we waiting for? Hashem is actually here. This is the moment that Hashem is. This is the moment Hashem is. This is the moment Hashem is. What do you want to do here? If you want to move on from this moment, no problem. But do that from a place of empowered choice if Hashem is here. Okay, so you want to move on? So go on with, move on with Hashem. Hold Hashem's hand and go somewhere else. No problem. But it's a complete paradigm shift of there is never a moment that Hashem isn't. There is never a moment that is a, fragment, a fragmented piece. There's no fragmentation. And my soul is literally here to teach me that. So if I'm not so sure of that, it's only because I'm doing my avoda. That's fine. You know what I mean? It's a process of learning that. But that's where I'm, getting, that's where I'm trying to get to. Okay, so anyways, to read today's Tanya. Um, what is the one mitzvah that reveals this more than any other mitzvah? Tzedakah. 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 Why? Because by definition, tzedakah requires the fullness of who you are. Why? What, do you, what is money? <laughs> and it's, it's a very deep concept. Almost. Like, what is money? It's yet, it's, 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 there's a few dimensions of it. It's first of all that you have to work for your money. You've put in your whole mind, body, soul, everything into working for your money. So now all of that energy and mind and body and world around you and everything that every detail of creation that led into the money that you got that you now give to Dekha, now it's revealed that Hashem is there. Also, though, if you think about it, money is security. Money is literally, it's the experience of, I don't know if didn't say this, I was just thinking this, but like money is the experience of like, I'm okay on my own kind of thing. You know what I mean? Now that I have money, I'm fine. It's like the desire for money, the need for money is the result of fragmentation almost. And when you give that up, you're essentially saying, no more fragmentation. You're saying, I'm one with Hashem. Hashem is here. And Hashem, is gonna, Hashem provides and is going to continue to provide. Believing that Hashem is going to continue to provide means that you're believing that Hashem is going to be in every moment that you will ever account, encounter. It's a big deal. Okay, let me read it inside. <coughs> That's why the Chachamim and the Rabbanim were so extolling, like we're so it, up, it, we're so praising of the of the of tzedakah. For Amru, what it says about tzedakah, that it is equal to all the other mitzvahs put together. In the Talmud Yerushalmi, it's called a mitzvah stam. Because tzedakah is surpasses all the other mitzvahs and it's equal to all the other mitzvahs. That's why literally it was called the mitzvah. What is the mitzvah? Tzedakah. What is the purpose of any mitzvah? To elevate my animal soul to Hashem. To reveal Hashem in my animal soul. That's why it's my animal soul that does the mitzvah. And it clothes the mitzvah and it gets enclosed in the mitzvah to be absorbed in the infinite light within, within the mitzvah so when I'm doing a mitzvah my animal soul, my body is literally now enclosed in the mitzvah aka it's 
stepping in to who it actually is. It's like a child that's like curled in the corner and being like, oh, I'm sad and lonely and anxious and na na na. Broken, separated, and then stepping into the light. Oh, putting its shoulders back and being absorbed in the light. Literally being absorbed in the light. It's very visual. I'm seeing it very visually. But, but in, so that is why, that is what my animal soul's journey is all about to moment by moment by moment go out of its dark shell out of the klipa and absorb itself into light into Hashem happening through a mitzvah now you will find no other mitzvah in which the animal soul is so enclosed in the light of Hashem as with the mitzvah of tzedakah why? Because in all the other mitzvahs, you only find one element of your animal soul that's involved with the mitzvah at that time. For example, I'm lighting Shabbos candles. There's a part of me is experiencing it. I'm making a bracha. There's a part of me experiencing it. And the goal is to have as much of me experiencing it as I possibly can. But at the end of the day, it's not my full, full, full self. When tzedakah, you're giving from the toil of your hands, from your energy. Yegiyakapav is the energy that you put into it. All of the strength of your animal soul that was clothed in the effort and in the energy that you put into the work that through which you earned your money. When you give that money to tzedakah, all of that energy of the animal soul becomes revealed as godliness. That's what elevated means. It's, I now see what you actually are. Um, I love this very much, because what if you didn't work hard for your money? What does tzedakah matter then? What if you know you didn't have that? I mean, if you think about the altar times, People were like, sh- like doing really intense things. You know what I mean? We live. What are we doing? <laughs> How are we making our money? What are we doing? Like showing up? Yeah, we do some stuff, but you know, <laughs> I wouldn't say it's my whole self putting <laughs> being put into the money that I'm making. Even if somebody is not finding pleasure, what's the pleasure? The money from their effort. So they're not making money because they put in a lot of effort. Even if you didn't put in so much effort into making your money, now that you have money, you could use that money for your animal soul. So anything that you could have used your money for, but now you're giving it to tzedakah, all of that is being elevated to Hashem. It's wild, right? <laughs> it was so validating because, like, that—that's really actually real. You know what I mean? Like, this is why our sages have said that tzedakah hastens the redemption. And just—I was thinking about the, the other thing, also about like the security thing. Like, it's—it's it's real. That's really practical. Like, it actually feels that way. Like, if I give money instead of saving money. What is saving money? Saving money is saying, I need this for later because maybe I won't be okay later. And there's time and places for that. You don't have to give all your money to the duck, like invest in stocks, do whatever you're going to do. You're not supposed to. What? 100%, exactly. 
but giving what you are supposed to give and even maybe a little bit more is literally saying i trust that i'm gonna be okay later i trust that hashem will be with me later just as he's with me now and like that's that's literally what we're here in this world to do so it, it's like it really makes sense this isn't like an esoteric concept you know that's why our sages have said that tzedakah hastens the redemption because with one act of charity you're elevating so much of your animal soul of your life soul which you wouldn't have been able to do as much with another mitzvah so l'chaim to giving tzedakah today, literally, and noticing what's happening in the moment of giving tzedakah. And yeah, the purpose of our lives isn't like somewhere else. It's literally right here. <laughs>